Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. I know, it's just, it's... Why the f*** are people listening to this? <laughs> That's what I see, because I can see your numbers too now. <laughs> and I'm like, how in the world is this not your least listened to? It's like 700 hours long. It's right. like uh, survivor content. <laughs> who, who are you people, and how, why are you not talking to me more? <laughs> Clearly there is some sort of Venn diagram with a larger middle section of people who watch Power Rangers and people who watch Survivor than are willing to make themselves known. <laughs> Which is weird to me because as a Power Rangers fan, I feel comfortable saying it's wild anybody even admits they're a Power Rangers fan in 2019. Right. So how are people not admitting they're survivor fans like we're like loud and proud power rangers fans which is awesome like we all should be like like what you like right but if if that's your mentality with power rangers a show that's not even aimed at us why are people afraid to say they watch survivor (laughs) (laughs) it's half naked people like (laughs) and now on ranger command power hour it's the ranger command power hour Today on the Power Hour, Extra Episode 53, Ranger Command, Shattered Survivor. Good versus evil casting call, recorded on August 14th, 2019. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to Ranger Up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as b 47 And I'm Doug, also known as Icky Bully. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon, like Doug... Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Juan S., Steve F., Doug F., Bo H., Tyler W., Eric D., Sean V., Christopher M., Liz M., Craig M., Arnold O., Derek G., Teresa B., and Jacob P. for supporting us this month. Hey, Doug. What up? <laughs> it's time for our fourth Power Ranger ah. Survivor. It's been a minute. <laughs> it, it has been a minute. Uh, but, you know, it's it's the fifth year of Ranger Command, and we're actually doing something a little bit different. For our listeners, you'll notice that this is the casting call. This is something that we found out. It seems to be a pretty popular thing for our Power Rangers survivor. People really enjoy the casting process. And what we decided to do And if you haven't seen our promotional stuff yet, you will soon. But let me tell you guys that we are going to do the main Survivor Power Rangers as a live streaming event on our YouTube channel. Yes. And we have got a lot of things planned, but we want to do it differently because we're giving our listeners the chance to become the jury. Yes. For the fourth season of Power Rangers Survivor. Boom. So, mic drop. <laughs> We're actually doing that. So, this episode will release Saturday the 24th. So, our live event is actually going to happen on Power Rangers Day, Wednesday, August 28th. And then the audio version of our live event will release on August 31st on that Saturday. 
if you're listening to this four days away, we'll be doing the actual, we're calling it Shattered Survivor, Good versus Evil. So uh, kind of like a Shattered Grid thing. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because it, it's kind of like the only circumstance under which something like this could happen is the grid is absolutely shattered. Yes. And we have a random mix of <laughs> Power Rangers characters. It's like we predicted the future. <laughs> it's like we did but for any of our listeners who have not heard our power rangers survivor concept doug how about you explain that to everyone yeah absolutely so i guess the first thing is if you are new to survivor in general first off like welcome to the last 20 years of primetime television but it is a reality competition where they put 16 to 20 people on an island and then about every two or three days they have to vote somebody off it's where the phrase you've been voted off the island comes from (laughs) or the tribe has spoken comes from and it's still on and it's still going strong so what this is is actually a podcast inspired by one of my favorite podcasts to listen to which is rob has a podcast and every once Mm -hmm. in a while they would do sort of a survivor simulation crossed over with a TV show or an industry or something like that. So they might do NFL quarterback survivor and they would Mm -hmm. draft, you know, NFL quarterbacks and then talk about what would happen if they were on survivor. And one day I was like, man, if I ever had a podcast, I would put power Rangers on an Island and make them play survivor. And Eric was like, let's freaking do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was so down with that. I'm like, hell yeah. Yep. Let's do this. Yeah. And yeah, this is our fourth season of yeah. Power Rangers Survivor. And it's evolved over time too, because the way that we're doing it now certainly doesn't look the exact same way as it did before. Our very first season and our and our second season too are pretty similar in right. that uh, we would cast our rangers and then we would walk through a season we basically will choose a template season that both of us will watch and then we'll Mm. apply sort of the rules and twists of that season to our show and we would walk through and say who on this island would likely get along who wouldn't and who would probably get voted off if they had to do that we involved some dice action for decisions that were harder for us to make as biased parties Um, (laughs) and then it sort of evolved even further where in our third season we added more dice rolls because we recognized that that was working well and that people were okay with hearing dice rolls on a podcast yeah thanks hyperforce yeah thank you hyperforce um so we tweaked that and we're tweaking it even further and we're just seeing what we can do because it's fun and we know that people uh seem to enjoy it so uh why not push the boundaries a little bit yeah last season we had Teresa on because there were actually three teams yes for the season template that we based it on Mm -hmm. and It was just, it was a heck of a lot of fun. (laughs) And it's fun every time we do this because I get to hang out with Doug for like five hours. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But another reason why we decided to do it live is uh, Doug is no longer local to where I am. And I think bringing people into our survivors, since it does seem to be pretty popular with our listeners. We want to bring the listeners into that interaction. So I don't know how that's going to play out, but I'm really interested to see once we start doing, oh, they're doing this and they're doing this. I want to see like the chat of people going, 
oh wait, but maybe they should do this. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see like collectively us create this fantasy season of Power Rangers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we did the other ones, it was literally, you know, us getting together in a living room Mm -hmm. now because we're not close enough. We're putting our living rooms together. And then when we do the live thing, we're basically inviting everybody else into our living rooms for basically a survivor party. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited for this. Uh, We've got (laughs) some really cool things planned for the live stream Mm -hmm. if they work out, which... I hope they will. Experimental podcasting at its finest, everybody. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll be flying at the seat of our pants for that one. I'm into it. Yeah, me too. It'll be entertaining no matter what. Oh, yeah. But this is our casting call. This is where we take the season and we think, who's going to be part of it? Yes. So in these show notes, I've laid it all out. First, I want to let all of our listeners know that we will be basing the season off of the David versus Goliath season. Yes. And I haven't watched it yet. That's on my list to do in the next two (laughs) weeks. I'm going to probably have a Survivor marathon. And hey, Survivor is a great show to marathon and binge. Yeah, it's a really good binge because it's it's only ever, you know, 12 to 14 episodes per season and every single one drives the next episode. Since it's yeah. an elimination show, you kind of are curious as to what will happen next or you, you end up with favorites, you end up with people you're rooting against and you sort of invest yourself in the outcome. So it's it's a very, very good binge. It's also nice because um, as much as I love the show, I'm I'm more than willing to admit that there are different parts of the show that are for different people. So there might be certain aspects of the show, like challenges, for example, that you're mm-hmm. like, ah, that's all right. I can get up and I can go make a sandwich at this point. So it's you don't have to be like glued to the screen every moment like you would right. a high drama or something. So very, very good bingeable show. And actually, Survivor David versus Goliath is a good entry point for folks who haven't ever watched the show. It's a good representation of where Survivor is currently in its life um it's the 37th season for those of you who yeah yeah who aren't aware that there's (laughs) that much survivor content out there and it really hasn't slowed down and and david versus goliath is a good example of that where people are like can you still do it 37 seasons in like do you still have that magic (laughs) and they do they do Nice. Yeah, if you're if you're looking to get into it, this is is a good one to start with. Yeah, and we definitely encourage uh, any of our listeners to before our live event maybe check out a couple episodes of David versus Goliath because we will be using their episode template for our episodes, and that's how we've always done it on Survivor. We use the same challenges and some of the same circumstances that happen in the episode, like. Okay, someone gets sick. Well, then we'll do a dice roll. Who gets sick? Who got sick? sick. (laughs) Yeah, or or whatever happens. Yeah, yeah. And so we try to bring a little bit of that spontaneity into the episode because I like it. I like using the dice roll. I bought a huge die specifically for this (laughs) (laughs) this live event. 
And for the third season, we had like color coordinated dice for our specific yes. tribes and all that sort of stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And the dice are good because they keep us in check. We're people. So we have favorites. We have biases. We're fans of the show. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're casting it based on who we would like to see. And I'd be lying if I said, you know, when you're playing, you're like, man, I really, really hope that this person does well. Right. So, so the <laughs> dice keep us in line, right? When somebody does get sick, we have no control over that. So right. one of my favorites might get knocked out and I have no control over that. And that's, that's good. That's good for the way the show goes and the game goes. Absolutely. And now we actually set up some casting rules again to keep ourselves in check (laughs) yeah (laughs) but also to add a little bit of flavor to Mm -hmm. each cast right so david versus goliath they had two tribes of 10 Yes. And I should explain that. So for season three of Power Rangers Survivor, we did heroes versus helpers versus haters. <laughs> and so in season three, we introduced bringing in helpers or mentors or bringing yeah. in villains. Right. Really to open up the pool of... of we have a limited pool. Yeah. <laughs> so anything we can do to sort of both increase our pool, but also mix it up is a good road to go down. The reason I think we chose David versus Goliath because it already sets up one group of people versus another group of people. Yep. And that's what Power Rangers is all about. It's the struggle of good versus evil. Yes. Yes. That's kind of where we're going this time, which if you hadn't guessed means that we've got one tribe of heroes of the good guys and one tribe of villains, or the evil guys. So, <laughs> half and half, which is kind of wild, because who knows what's going to happen. We could end up with, like, a final six of, like, all villains. <laughs> which would be wicked, <laughs> literally. Would, literally. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. So, we will be doing two tribes of ten. Mm-hmm. Doug has his own list. I've got my own list of people that we want to bring in. Right. So we're going to craft this new team. We've got a list of 24 to 25. Our rule has always been there can be no more than two people from the same season or team. Right. Which sometimes we have to deliberate on because obviously in the early goings, there were people from multiple teams. We just tackle that when we get to it. So sure. And then I put in that returnees are allowed, but no more than two returnees per team. And this is actually sort of an allusion to season 38, the next season of Survivor, where they did, in fact, do that. They brought two returners back for each team. Um, They do this sometimes on Survivor where they sort of have these captains or second or third chance players. So this will be the first time that we're doing that. Um, And this also allows us to bring back maybe a couple of our favorites, um, either fan favorite type characters or people that we thought might have been, you know, snubbed or not gotten a fair, fair shake. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And then for good versus evil, I have put in that mentors and helpers are in play. The qualifiers for this, that they must be in the inner circle. You can't have like Dave from that one episode or whatever. That, <laughs> oh, that Dave. I don't uh, know. Some guy. Guy was such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you can't have that guy that randomly showed up in Mega Force that was like, oh, I've exposed the Power Rangers or I am a Power Ranger. Like, yeah. 
not that we want guy, you to so. know who these these people and these monsters are. That's you know, yeah. <laughs> we're not at the point where we need like background characters playing Survivor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yes, the they must be in the inner circle, and we're gonna do no monsters of the day because yeah. we don't know enough about their personality or or who they are. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, which I think is fair. You yeah. know, that that might be an experiment for a different day, but for something like this, we really dive into what would these these characters do. Yes. So, uh it's tough when you're like, "Oh, we saw this, you know, slime monster once and they were a slime monster and they screamed a lot." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> cool. Exactly. <laughs> so, just based on our discussion, we will narrow this down. Should I just go through the list of past participants of who either could be a returnee or we're not allowed to use? Yeah, let's alternate about, I don't know, six or seven at a time. Basically, whatever the chunk that MMPR is, and we'll sure. just alternate back and forth. Okay, so for Mighty Morphin, we had Tommy from season one. He was, well, okay, when I mentioned oh, seasons. we should clarify this. Yeah. When we have seasons, I'm mentioning seasons of which Power Rangers Survivor season that they were Right, in. right. So when we're talking about seasons, we're talking about our own Survivor seasons. But we should mention that when we choose characters, typically, unless there's some sort of special circumstance, we use the most recent iteration of their personality. Yes. Um, sometimes we'll make exceptions based on what we're trying to do as far as building the team. Yes. Um, but we try to use most recent iteration. So like when Tommy showed up, it was Dr. O. Yeah. He has all of his experience of being a Power Ranger all yes. hundred times. So really, these are the last times we're basing their personalities off the last times that we've seen these characters. Right. So for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, uh, Tommy was part of season one of Power Rangers Survivor. Billy and Jason were in season two. Kimberly, Trini, Alpha 5, and Rita Repulsa were all in season three. From Mighty Morphin, Alien Rangers, Sestro was part of season one, and Delphine was part of season three. From Zeo, Cat was part of season one, and Adam was part of season two. And from Turbo, Cassie was part of season two, and Divatox was part of season three. Which I kept screwing up her name. That was hilarious. Like <laughs> I, I kept saying Casey, and I'm like, no, it's Cassie. Uh, there was, so, yeah. <laughs> it happens. The more Power Rangers we add, sometimes I'm like, wait a second. I'm, or like I'll mix them up with their actor names. So like right. when I saw Claire on the list, I was like, oh, man, I don't even remember having Claire on there thinking of Kendall. And, I, uh, you know, like it gets kind of confusing after a while. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> So for In Space, we had Ashley. She was part of season one. Andros was part of season three. And Astronema was part of season three. So we had uh, the brother-sister rivalry going on. Mm-hmm. Lost Galaxy had Kendricks in season one. And we had Leo in season two. And then Lightspeed Rescue, we've had a lot. We You can tell what our favorite seasons are, I think, based on how many characters end up in seasons. <laughs> because from Lightspeed Rescue, we had both Carter and Joel in season one. We had Kelsey in season two. We had Dr. Angela Fairweather Rollins in season three. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if characters from that season eventually <laughs> ended up in this or future iterations of Survivor. <laughs> exactly. Time Force, we had Lucas and Katie in season one. Uh, Jen in season two, and we had Rancic in season three. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Wild Force had Taylor in season two and Danny Delgado in season three. Yep. Ninja Storm thus far, we've only ever had Cam. He was in season two. And in Dino Thunder, we've seen Ethan in season one and Kira in season two. From SPD, we had... (laughs) (laughs) Everyone. (laughs) Well, almost. I know. (laughs) We had uh, Bridge and Sid in season one, Jack and Z in season two, which was kind of interesting considering their relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we had Cat Manx and Morgana in season three. Mystic Force, we saw Chip in season one alongside Xander in season one, and we've seen Vita in season two and Claire in season three. And we've seen two players from Operation Overdrive. We saw Ronnie in season two and Spencer in season three. Fan favorite Spencer. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he worked out for that. That, He was really entertaining. For real, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was. In Jungle Fury, we had Casey in season two, Mm -hmm. which that's why I got confused because both Cassie and Casey were in that season. Yeah, not great uh, on our part. We did not make it easy on ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, From RPM, we had Dylan in season one and Ziggy in season two. And Samurai, we had uh, Lauren from season one. Mm Mm-hmm. Thus far, we have not seen anybody from Megaforce or Super Megaforce. That's going to change. I also figured it would. I figured at this point, (laughs) we've got to have at least somebody from everywhere. Yeah. Um, From Dino Charge, we've seen Shelby and Coda in season one. And then we saw Poissandra and Wrench in season three. And finally, we've had one representative from Ninja Steel, Preston. Um, He was in season three. And of course... Beast Morphers didn't exist yet, so we have not right. yet seen anybody from Beast Morphers. And uh, speaking of Preston, he was actually the winner of season three. Mm-hmm. He yep. was the sole Survivor Ranger. Right. Uh, the season two winner was Billy Cranston. Mm-hmm. And the season one winner was Bridge Carson. Yes. All of these guys have been Blue Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. We're starting to see trends like who does well in a Power Rangers Survivor scenario. Uh, It seems like uh, people who are cerebral, who wear blue and are relatively uh, mild mannered socially, you know, (laughs) and dudes and dudes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we need to, you know, We, when we say we don't interfere too much, we mean it. Otherwise, it would be much cleaner and like, this one's a guy and this one's a girl and this one's old and this one's yeah. like, hopefully we can see uh, at least something different again. The nice thing is each one of these winners aren't carbon copies of each other. Right. Um, they do all wear blue at some point and they are all guys, but luckily they are they are pretty different in many ways. And Preston was a complete shock too like <laughs> i think that was based on a couple dice rolls and we didn't even know where that was going yeah that one the ending for that one was pretty pretty bonkers i i was looking back uh at it because i had like a whole whole document that tracked it and was like uh-huh. oh my gosh i forgot about that and it definitely it kind of informed my my picks for this one some of the people that i might advocate for yeah, and I do want to say that my picks, I tried to bring in seasons that were a little bit uh, less represented mm-hmm. so far. And for my picks, because I have a list of 12 for good and 12 for evil, and I did an equal mix of guys and girls, so six each. Yeah. 
So I tried to keep it as balanced, but people that I want to see on this show, it's not just a, Hey, we're trying to fill in a slot. It's like, no, I, I kind of want to see how they would react in certain situations. Right. Yeah. My, uh, I just sort of wrote, I, I was looking at our list, the one that we just read off and was going each season and saying like, oh man, we haven't had that person yet. Oh man, we haven't had that yeah. person yet. And that's how my list ended up. And it's not, it's not necessarily demographically equal, but that, that was my method was just looking at the title of the, of the season, looking at who's made it so far mm-hmm. and been like, how have we not cast that person yet? Interestingly enough, spoiler alert. I don't have any returnees for the good okay. team, but I do have a couple returnees for my evil team. Okay. So we'll we'll see how that shakes out. Sure. But let's start with casting the good. Yeah. Yeah. How do we want to tackle this? Where do we want to begin? So how we've done this before is if there is one that we have both picked, mm-hmm. they're definitely on the list. Yeah. So I think we just take it time by time. I haven't really sorted these by, like, season or anything. Okay, yeah. Mine's completely random. Mm -hmm. So, my first pick is Orion from Power Rangers Super Megaforce. All right, all right. I fully approve of that because we haven't seen anybody from Megaforce or Super Megaforce. Nobody's been on the season from that team. Um, And I also wanted to make sure that we got somebody from Megaforce on there. So, that wasn't the person I had, but I'm just glad that we are finally... Okay. Uh, casting somebody from Megaforce and Super Megaforce. <laughs> so officially, Orion is our first pick. Yeah, I'm very, very good with that. Who is your pick? So somebody that I was, I, I really want to see on this because they are one of my favorite Rangers of all time. Um, and I actually was surprised that I've never put her forth before is uh, Tanya from Power Rangers Zio. Um, Ooh. I kind of I looked at the list and was like, I can't believe that she's never played before because she does have a, a big, distinct personality. And she's just one of my favorites. She's one of my all time favorites. I am so down for that pick. She is being cast right away. <laughs> cool. Yeah, there's a, a lot of great potential with her character and this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm totally down for this. So, yeah. <laughs> My next pick is actually from Megaforce proper. It's Gia. Okay, that's, that is the person that I had on my list that I was like, one, I'm shocked we've never put Gia on here. Right. Um, I think that's just indicative of us finally sort of like separating ourselves from our emotions surrounding yes. Megaforce and yes. recognizing those characters really for what they are. And Gia's, Gia's a fantastic character, so she was one of the first people. She was number two on my list. It was Tanya, and then it was Gia. You know what? She was number two on my list, too. Whoa. It was Orion and Gia. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> nice. And those two, not that this affects the game at large, but those two in right. real life are just amazing. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. They crack me up. <laughs> yeah, they're amazing people. They're funny. Yeah. And what I like is that we've seen Gia past Megaforce. She yeah. was in Dimensions in Danger. Yes, she was in Dimensions in Danger. She's been in Legacy Wars. She's yes. in battle for the grid gia has sort of moved forward in time as like the representative character from that iteration of power rangers and which she is should very be cool because she got shafted in those seasons yep yep i agree and just such an amazing character from a great actress so mm-hmm. this is a no-brainer 
Yeah, I'm into it. I would like to put forth. I'd actually <laughs> like to add some more samurai to the mix. Oh. Um, because I do oh. think that there's a character on there that I really enjoy oh. who has seen a little bit of love since the season ended. I don't know how other people feel about him, um, but I want to see what Antonio does on the island. Oh! I have a pick from Samurai, but... And that wasn't uh, it? And that wasn't it. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> okay, I, well, well, who do you have? Because I, it doesn't have to be Antonio. I have Mike. Okay. The, from I was, Samurai. Yeah, I was between the two. Oh, wow. Yeah, Antonio. I'm actually fine with either. Okay. Do you have dice around? Because we could always make a dice roll. <laughs> I, can, I can go grab some dice. Okay, because I don't know where I packed mine. <laughs> I think, let's see, hold on. I'm stepping away for a moment. Okay. All right, I have a number of um, multicolored dice here, and we will yes. roll a green one and a yellow one, and whichever is higher is going to be the player that ends up cast on the season. Obviously, yellow is going to represent Antonio in this in this roll. Of course. So here we go. I don't know if you can hear them jiggling oh. around there. That's some good audio. Yes, right. All right. Well, Mike rolled a four and Antonio rolled a two. So Mike is getting cast on this season. All right. I think he's a lot of fun. I think he could definitely bring uh, the the mix to. But yep. Antonio's fun too. I would have loved any. And maybe he'll come back for a yeah. future. Yeah. Well, I think when, when you look at these casts of Power Rangers and, and you're trying to put them in a in sort of this weird artificially crafted environment, you want personalities and you want different personalities. And I think yes. when you're looking at Samurai, you know, we added Lauren because she is um, just a strong character who since we put on there, not that this is are doing but has seen so much love just so so much love due to shattered grit and all kinds of other things that it was a no-brainer that we put her in there so then when you're looking at the rest of the samurai folks you have to think all right who has such a distinct personality that you could Mm -hmm. sort of put them in a group and and sort of know what they're going to be about and i do think antonio and mike are easy to sort of envision The reason I chose Mike was because the premiere episode of Samurai more infamously was like the third episode of the season. And it just so happened to be a Mike focus. So right off the bat, I totally dug his character. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a good character and it's not necessarily even a character that we get every single season. Like there are some characters we get to see every season. They're sort of staples. Mm -hmm. Mike isn't one of them. So it's kind of cool to see some of the different types of stories and interactions that he had based on being a different type of Power Rangers character. Yeah, absolutely. I want to put Devin from Beast Morphers. Ooh, I like that pick. Let's do that. I, I have right. no no opposition to that whatsoever. I think we need a Beast Morphers uh, representative. Yes. Um, and I I don't know what I was thinking. I just blanked and hadn't put any on there yet. Probably because it's current, and so I wasn't thinking about it, unfortunately. Even though there's only eight episodes that officially aired here, there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's like a whole nother half of the season that's aired internationally. But even in those eight episodes... I think we have a strong enough idea of his character and who he is as a ranger. Yeah, I think we know who Devin is. I think we know. I mean, we could always get all sorts of story developments, but I think we know who he is supposed to be at the beginning of his ranger journey. Mm -hmm. um, And that works well enough in this circumstance for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Doug, who's your next pick? All right, so we didn't discuss this ahead of time, but um, I would like to put forth a character... Okay. From a Power Rangers team, there is video content for them. 
We can certainly use references for them, (laughs) but they are from Hyperforce. Oh. Do we feel okay including Hyperforce characters? We haven't in the past, but I would argue that they are now at this point fully fleshed out, fully integrated characters. Yeah, they're in the comics, they're in the games, they, wow, I I did not consider Hyperforce. <laughs> you know me, Hyperforce Stan, I was going to give it a shot. <laughs> I am totally down for this. Okay, so I would like to suggest Vesper for the Ooh, cast. <laughs> nice! I love that. Vesper is one of my all-time favorite Power Rangers characters, period, um, she is hilarious. She is nothing like a Power Rangers character we have seen before because the thing with Hyperforce is they got to create those characters from the ground up over time yes. with each other. I mean, obviously, actors put a spin on a character, but these folks in Hyperforce really just develop their own sort of humor and heart and all these these types of things in real time. And so I will say this. If you are listening to this and you're like, yeah, but I didn't watch Hyperforce, that's okay. I would would be shocked yeah. if there weren't a Vesper supercut somewhere because a lot of the iconic moments in Hyperforce are in some way connected to Vesper. So go ahead and watch a supercut. I will need to do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I can tell you a little bit about Vesper. Like for those of you who aren't going to seek out content. And I, I watched, yeah. like personally, I watched a, a good chunk of, of yeah. Hyperforce. So yeah. Vesper, so Vesper is the Black Ranger. Um, She, I believe, um, I think there's a little bit of timeline comparison action here with the comics, but I believe that she would have been the first suited female Black Ranger. I think the comics might have done that at a very similar point in time. So I'm not 100% sure on that. But she is the Black Hyperforce Ranger. Her Zord um, is a, uh, the three-headed dog. Cerberus. Cerberus? Yes. And her personality is she's impulsive and she's funny and she's direct and she's socially awkward. And she says what she's thinking, regardless of whether it's the right time or place. And I think that that personality is something that the show hasn't really done a whole lot of. Yeah. And I think it's so fun. And I think it would be amazing in a circumstance like this, where part of what you're doing is trying to fit in, but also win people over. I don't know what what happens with Vesper. Is she charming? <laughs> Are people into what she's doing because she's goofy and and it's endearing, or is it off putting depending on who she ends up with? I don't know. Mm. We'll have to find out. <laughs> wow, this that is such a great pick, Doug. I am <laughs> like hyperforced to enter my mind, but shame on me because there's so much content for them. It was literally a full season of Power Rangers. Yeah, they're in a freaking board game in physical form now. Yeah. I very much recommend it. You can go back and, and listen to it in podcast form. You can watch it in video yes. form. I'll say up front, it's 75 hours of content, but you can break it into whatever chunks you want. Um, yeah. I've been re-listening to it um, an hour at a time, and that works just fine. Yeah, the podcasts are super helpful. That's how I really caught up with Hyperforce as it was airing. And then for any funny moments, I would go back and watch it just to get the context of what they were doing. Yeah. But when they started doing the Shattered Grid crossover with mm-hmm. Kyle, I watched from then on live yeah. to the finale. And it was a lot of fun. I would love if they if Hasbro ever did a season two. 
Yeah. I don't know what the logistics of that are, but <sighs> they're they're too much into the canon now, and they've yeah. been included in the comics and the games. Like, I mean, the newest issue of Go Go Power Rangers and all the Power Rangers. Well, you've got the blue emissary and all the emissaries. And you'll see hints of Hyperforce now yeah. and then. Yeah, if you read the comics but never watched Hyperforce and you're like, who are these Who are these ones? I don't know who this lightning chest character is. That's Hyperforce. They, they made their way into the comics on multiple occasions. They were featured in Shattered Grid. Um, they're part of a lot of those large spreads. They're included in those big group shots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I personally think for good reason. I think it was really, really cool what they chose to do with Hyperforce. And uh, hashtag hyperforce season two exactly (laughs) yes all the way so my next pick is someone who i think is a very strong personality she's not afraid to say what's on her mind she has a great heart but she doesn't let that stop her from again saying what's on her mind being assertive and as the only female on the team I think she's amazing, and that is Lily from Jungle Fury. That's an absolute, because I had her on my list, too. Yes! Yes! <laughs> she was one where um, where I looked at the, the list, and I was like, all right, Jungle Fury, Jungle Fury, who have we had from Jungle Fury? Surely it was Lily, right? And it wasn't, so I was like, okay, that's yep. definitely going on the list. Come on now. Yeah, pretty much the same thought process that I went through. I was like, look... Lily is awesome. She is a highlight of that season. Yeah. And she has to be on Power Rangers Survivor. Right. Yep. Let's see. What are we at here? We're at seven. I'm going to... I'm going to have to be picky with my next pick. Yes. <laughs> um, well, so here's the thing. We also want to... Now, are we are we ensuring that there are two returners per team? We are not ensuring that. Okay. They don't um, have to be. I do have a couple, but I want to put forth a this or that for you. Okay. Okay. We don't yet have sort of a tribe nerd yet. And so mm. like Vesper's almost there, but she's more of just like a technological genius. That's she's not really sort of like the the brains of the operation. Okay. Um so I have two characters that are sort of the geniuses of their team. One of them's from a team that has been not represented a whole lot. Another is from a team that's been represented a decent amount, but is definitely a fan favorite. I am between suggesting Sarah from Ninja Steel, the sort of resident inventor genius, Mm -hmm. and Kendall from Dino Charge, who I was kind of surprised we've never cast. Oh, snap. Yeah. Well, I have to go with uh, Kendall for Mayor 2020. (laughs) That's right. Okay, yeah, I think that locks it in. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, hashtag Kendall for Mayor 2020. indeed. I love both choices. Yeah, I've been rewatching some of Ninja Steel lately just um, because some of those characters are ones that I feel like I don't have a great sense of. Sure. Um, And in those early episodes especially, like, Sarah really is like this inventor genius character. So I was like, you know what? Why not? I think we were in our feelings a lot with Ninja Steel when we were casting the last one. And Preston was really the only one I think we were really vibing with. But outside the context of, of the production of that season, some of those characters are really neat takes on Power Rangers characters. Yes. But Kendall it is. Kendall 
So good. So a- good. AP is going to be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I think, honestly, the reason Kendall hasn't been on it before is because we must have had her on a short list when we already cast others. Oh, that's right. Because we do yes. have the no more than two per team rule, which sometimes boots some of our favorites. It's for the sake of avoiding like large chunks of related characters. Right. Um, but what happens is Kendall ends up waiting until the fourth season to get cast. <laughs> but hey, I mean, yeah. what a better time to join I know. Power Rangers Survivor because <laughs> this is going to be like the best one ever. Pumped. <laughs> okay. So even though Sarah didn't make it, mm-hmm. my next pick is also from Ninja Steel. Ooh, I wonder if it was somebody on my short list. I had two people from that season on my short list. He is kind of the backbone of the team. Okay. Uh, morally. Mm-hmm. And he was briefly a Red Ranger. It's mm-hmm. Mick. It's Mick. <laughs> yes. No, I that uh, Mick is on my list. And Mick is on my list because I was thinking, you know, every once in a while on Survivor, you'll have this sort of like mechanical genius or architectural yes. genius. And it's fun to see what they do uh, on, an, on a desert island, you know. And I can't imagine the types of things that Mick would create out on an island with limited resources. <laughs> God, what was what was the one where they were like they built like the tech shelter? Oh gosh, I have I, to I imagine think that was the that helpers one. <laughs> it had to have been because the helpers was a team full of like mentors and allies. Yeah, <laughs> I think they had like the the tech palace going on on their beach. So, I believe it. Yeah. They must have. Yeah. <laughs> so we are down to our final pick. Yes. What I want to do is, because I still have a, a list of people, mm-hmm. but I'm going to choose, I think, the person I want to see the most Okay, from mine. Yeah. And you do the same. Hmm. Oh, and then wow. maybe we'll list off our other choices and see if any of them match, and maybe that's a better lock-in. Okay. What do, okay. What do you say? No, I'm, I'm into that. I don't have too many left on my list, so this will work out pretty well. I have six left on my list. Okay. So I'm going to say who I want to put forth is TJ from Turbo. Ooh. I didn't realize we've never cast TJ. Theodore J. Jarvis Johnson. I like that pick a lot. I like that pick a lot. I think my, if I had to put a pick. We can always roll for it. Yeah, true, true, true. If I had to put who I was going to say is my top pick, I think because we haven't considered any returnees for this tribe, I'll put forth one of the two that I was considering. Okay. Um, This is a bit of a spoiler for last season, um, but the first returner I put on my list was actually Trini from our season three and from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. She ended up getting fourth place, but was the favorite to win at the time. So that's Ooh. why I have her on there. Um, but I don't know. I I feel like TJ is a pretty inspired pick. You want me to list the rest of my picks? See yeah, if yeah, I yeah go for vibe. it. I had Sky, SPD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to round out the team, I guess. <laughs> I was uh, wondering if he would show up. <laughs> uh, Madison from Mystic Force. Mm-hmm. Tori from Ninja Storm. Also on my list. Ooh. Summer from RPM. Okay. And then Zoe from Beast Morphers. 
Oh, okay, okay. I let's see who I have left because some of ours were doubled up. So I also had Tori from Ninja Storm. Man, we actually matched on a lot of these. I also had Jack from Hyperforce on here, but I like the Vesper placement. Mm-hmm. Um, Delphine was my other returnee suggestion. And then Zach from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I was sort of blown away that he's never never played. Wait, Zach? Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. So that w- those are the other ones on my list. Oh, how do we, how do we narrow that down? Well, I don't know. I think so. One thing is, it's it is pretty wild that Zach's never played, but we have had nearly everybody from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Well, we haven't had the Stone Canyon trio show up. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, that's true. Adam is the only of the three who oh, has sure. who has played. But we picked like the best version. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's remember when we said sometimes we make like uh, exceptions as to when we're casting yes. them from. We yes. chose we chose Zio Adam. <laughs> I think, well, actually, with Zio and Turbo, though, I think we decided to make the distinction that Turbo version 1.0 was going to be Zio people, and Turbo version yes. 2.0 could go into Turbo or in space. I don't know why we decided that, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably because Adam wore like three suits. You know what I mean? Oh shoot! Well, if we're doing TJ, he would be the in space TJ. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which doesn't mean he doesn't have his his experience, everyone. Uh, right, he still was right. a Red Ranger. Don't get us wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I really like the TJ pick. You want to make that your final answer? Yeah. I'm I'm very okay, okay confirming the TJ pick. All right. Because I think that's a cool pick. And a popular pick. <laughs> yes. You know? He's, he's very popular in the fandom. And for good reason. I mean, he's a great Ranger. Right. And does this mean that we have, I think, with the exception of... Orion and Gia. Every other picked a unique season. Yeah, unique to their season. Wow, this actually, what's funny too is this leaned way more recent than I would have expected if you had, had, oh gosh, Tanya and TJ are like the only old school folks. Um, Holy crap. Yeah, that's weird. But I guess it makes sense because, you know, a lot of the older characters, they've just been around longer and they are just... You know, they were more present in the franchise. We saw TJ in Dimensions in Danger. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. There are going to be some connections there. <laughs> Lord Draven, not again. And I'm like, we never saw him. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's cool. What a fun uh, what a fun cast and an unexpected cast. Yeah, so just to recap, we've got Orion from Power Rangers Super Mega Force, Tanya from Power Rangers Zeo, Gia from Megaforce, Mike from Samurai, Devin from Beast Morphers, Vesper from Hyperforce, Lily from Jungle Fury, Kendall from Dino Charge, Mick from Ninja Steel, and TJ from Turbo. Yes, I like this and tribe. Space. I'm digging it. Yeah, I love it. I like it a lot. <laughs> so, cool. All right. <laughs> that is locked in. I'm going to have a blast trying to get clips for all those people. Oh, yeah. Oh, my um, gosh. The clips that you're going to find for Vesper are going to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, shoot me any yeah. uh, clip suggestions oh, for I sure. I definitely okay. will. <laughs> all right. Awesome. So, yeah, now we are moving on to the evil tribe. Yes. Yes, we are. 
I feel like I had to do more research for this one. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> um, it was kind of a harder one to cast because not because the the villains don't have personality, but they do just naturally spend less time on screen yes. um, than the Rangers do because the Rangers get both action story and personal story. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. not every season treats its villains with that respect. <laughs> Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. How I juggled this was I wanted memorable characters, but also villains who've done a lot in their season Uh and maybe had their own story. Okay. I think I went first the last time. So Doug, you go first for the first evil pick. Okay. I do have, um, okay. Uh, I have a question. That's very specific to villains. There are a lot of villains that by the end of their season have some sort of, well, (laughs) (laughs) surprisingly not that different from the question I was going to ask in the same way that like a lot of them are dead, but clearly we can still cast them. (laughs) Yes. Um, There are a number of villains that have redemption arcs. Um, Are Mm. we still, is it still okay to cast them as the villains from when they were villains or are we trying to avoid redeemed like redeemed villains i have a couple of redeemed villains on my list so i (laughs) I will allow it (laughs) okay so we'll we'll allow villains pre-redemption right that's kind of how we're treating this okay yes because i guess i mean to be honest a lot of the villains once they hit their redemption arc they're almost different characters Yes. Sometimes they're literally a different looking character. And Doug, this is Shattered Survivor. Yes. So we are pulling from the multiverse and the timelines. That's true. We can make any (laughs) exemptions we want in Shattered Survivor. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's what's your first pick? Okay. So my first, you'll understand exactly why I asked that. My first pick and the first pick I even thought of before I pulled up my lovely ranger wiki list of villains was heckle and snide from dino charge why did i not consider him (laughs) but i'm here for it so this is obviously pre-redemption um heckle this is heckle with snide i feel like this is my this is like two characters in one exactly (laughs) two characters in one body on survivor heck yes i'm gonna cast that person <laughs> oh, I like this a lot. And yeah. there is going to be instant tension with Kendall on the list. Yes. I love yes. it. <laughs> I love it. All right. It's cool. Perfect. Locked in. Okay. My pick. He's in the graphic for this season. It's Lord Zed. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> I mean, he is the baddest of the bad. Yes. But when we last saw him before his redemption... God, how do we even treat Lord Zed? Because he became like more comedic towards the end. Yeah. Well, okay. So I think maybe we might have to take a slightly different approach with the villains then Mm. because they do end up having so many redemption arcs. Some of them are characters that return. Some of them lasted for a long time. So, you know, with Rangers, we tend to take their most recent iteration. Maybe with villains, the best strategy is to take them at their sort of villainous height. Um, Ooh. Because yeah. that that sort of allows us to work around the redemption arcs, work around the sort of silliness that befalls a lot of the early villains. We yes. certainly did not treat Rita like a joke when she was on on the season. She um, was a B. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably the best approach to take with the villains. Okay. Yeah. And if they are the evil tribe, like, 
It only makes sense. Of course. <laughs> All right. So I am adding Lord Zed to the mix. Nice. I feel like we need a sound effect, except we'd have to do it 20 times. So maybe no sound effect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was thinking like a, like a, uh, like a Zelda, like, but that would get old <laughs> real fast. <laughs> All right, Doug, what's your next pick? My next pick is another maybe unconventional pick and might be vetoed um, because they aren't heavily featured, but I think their impact was high. Mm. Um, and is certainly a historic character in the franchise. Okay. Um, tell me how you feel about casting Charlie, the A Squad leader from SPD. Do we have enough content? God, as, as much as I love SPD, God, yeah. <laughs> I, mm. I struggled because we don't see her very much, but I'd be hard pressed to find somebody who watched SPD who couldn't tell me who Charlie is. Right. But what could they tell us about her? You know what I mean? That's really a toss up for me, Doug. Okay. I think what her impact on the season was, was massive at the end, but do you think we have enough to, capture her personality and her motivations Mm, for Survivor. I think we could, but I think we probably have better candidates. So let's put her on the bench and go through some other names. And if we feel like we need a more unconventional pick or we need to fill out our villain tribe um, or our evil tribe, rather, uh, maybe Charlie's in consideration. So let me put somebody else who is very different from from Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody who I think would be hilarious to watch and also grating to watch at the same time. How about Capri from Power Rangers Ninja Storm? Oh, yeah. She's ditzy. She's rude. She's shallow. She's (laughs) self-interested. All the things you want on Survivor, right? (laughs) You know what? Wow, I didn't even consider her. Um, Yeah, I think she would make a great, just the drama. Yeah. Being like Lothor's niece and Mm -hmm. just how much of a diva she is. I can't imagine that Capri wouldn't be the character everyone loves to hate watching the show. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. The one who's complaining she didn't get as much rice as the next person. The one who wants <laughs> to sit out of the challenge because her nails just got done. Like her hair is going to get messed up. Who said what to whom? Like she just oh seems like God. she would cause all of the drama. Doug, I'm here for it. That's a great pick. Oh, good. Okay, cool. <laughs> she she is our third yes. on this list. All right. All right. Cool. Welcome to that, the cast, Capri. <laughs> that is going to be hilarious video <laughs> digging that I'll be doing for Capri. Perfect. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm totally here for it. And yeah. she's like the meaner of the two as well. Yeah. So I can only imagine <laughs> if she makes it even like one round into the game. Ooh. Everybody's yeah, it, in for it. <laughs> everyone's in for it. I actually have uh, someone who did go through a, a bit of a redemption arc. Okay. But when she was a villain, she was very ruthless. There was a bit of humor, mm-hmm. a bit of sarcastic humor, which I like. I'm going to go with Tanaya Seven from Ooh, RPM. Yes. Yes. I like that a lot. All right. 
I think, uh, you know, a ruthless player is a good player. So I say let's do that. Plus, she's like a conflicted character as well. So I think that always bodes well for circumstances like this. Um, Makes makes for an unpredictable player to watch sometimes. Because even (laughs) when she was a villain, she still had her doubts. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really I really like adding that into the mix. Right. I dig it. I dig that a lot. She is number four. Number four, despite being seven. Um forty <laughs> seven. Oh gosh. Oh, my mind. <laughs> okay, so hmm. <laughs> this could just be a recency thing because I've been watching it, but as far as villains who get a lot of character time that we understand the personality of who have sort of a strange place in their sort of villain cast Mm. i think that cosmo could be a bizarre entry into a tribe full of like ruthless villains oh um because he's sort of a weird bonkers villain sort of in the styling of a squat or a baboo um but more recently um, you know what? I had Madame Odious on my list, but <laughs> actually Cosmo, I will definitely take that. Well, Cosmo feels more like a, um, obviously not a career criminal, but like, you know, like the guy who's like on the wrong side, <laughs> but you, you have a hard time believing he's like that bad of a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, that's sort of what drew, like drew me to him in this scenario. <laughs> Plus him being on another television show. Like, come on. Oh my gosh. He's going to eat what it up. A- he he's gonna be a diva as well, I think. <laughs> so I'm sweet. Like, trying really hard not to like jump ahead and like predict how these relationships are gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the pod. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Cosmo Royale. Uh Campbell Cooley is just such a delight on social media. That too. Like we gotta give Campbell Cooley some love. He's done so yeah. much, and that alone is enough of a reason to consider a number of the characters that he's played. So yes. um, you know, he does a great job and and I do actually think Cosmo would be an absolute wackadoo on a show like this. I'm here for it. I'm here for Co- <laughs> I'm here for Cosmo Royale. I'm I'm definitely here for it. Cool. Here's another villain that I think had a great redemption arc towards the end. She also had a lot of story, uh, probably more than other villains. I'm going to go with Camille from Jungle Fury. Ooh, I like that a lot. I don't know how she's not literally written on my list, but I was thinking of her when I was looking through various options. So I'm very, 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 very comfortable seconding that right away. Plus... We got some Lily versus Camille Mm, back and forth rivalry. So it's like we're pre-creating the drama, Doug. (laughs) It's almost like we're casting a reality TV show. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me specifically the kind of people you don't like. They definitely won't appear on the same cast as you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not set up in advance Mm -hmm. at all. Yeah, right. Well, my next pick sort of fits into that um, in a probably only in one way, I think. I'm like looking at our cast to see how much overlap there is. This is a Hyperforce connection, but don't worry. This is a character that was brought into Hyperforce from a Mm. previous season. Um, And I think they were given maybe a more powerful role at times in Hyperforce, but certainly would be known for their 
role in, in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, I would love to see how Scorpina would do, um, which would cross her over with Vesper a little bit. There was certainly a significant interaction there. Um, but at the same time, Scorpina is not playing on a season with a bunch of people from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's um, true. Although there's a connection on her own tribe if she ends up on this tribe. So that could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned Scorpina. Oh. Because this is just a random coincidence. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how he would ever actually be on this show. I just, there was like a throwaway thing. I don't know, I though. It had, sounds like something I'm going to love. Uh, Scorpius from oh, Lost Galaxy. Oh, what I was expecting. <laughs> so, Scorpina, Scorpius. <laughs> if I had to choose between the two, I would go with Scorpina. And she was fleshed out in the comics, too. Yeah. So I really like her. Lord Zed didn't interact with her much. That's true. Yeah, it's it if was at all. not a whole lot. Um, yeah, you're right. If at all. I, I would have to go back and check to see if they ever overlapped. I suspect they didn't because they would have had to shoot new Scorpina footage, right. right? Exactly. So they okay. We'll have to we'll have to do our research. I'm sure someone will tell us. <laughs> no, I'm I'm down with Scorpina. I'm gonna yeah. add her to the list. Cool, cool. And that brings us to seven. Mm-hmm. So I'm really going to dig deep. Wait, so we haven't had any returnees on the good. We did not put a returnee on the good tribe, right? And so far, no returnees on evil. Right. So we, we allowed ourselves to do that, but we don't have to. Okay, we don't have to. So I'm going to throw uh, one out there. Okay. Uh, we had his wife on the last season. It's everyone's favorite wackadoo guy, Sledge. Ooh, all right. There's another villain connection there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I guess a first villain connection, because I think we're we're pretty confident Scorpina and Zed aren't really connected. Oh, wait, but we already have Heckle and Snide. Oh, man, there's like three connections with Kendall, Heckle, and Snide. Mm. Oh, yeah, do we? Mm. mm. Let me pull that back. Well, we can also reevaluate, too. Then I'm actually going to suggest a returnee. Okay. Diva talks. Yes. I actually double checked to see that she was on a season because that was one of the first people I thought of. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why she's such a natural fit for throwing on an island and watching on a camera, but uh, it's pretty perfect. And and the sparks that she had the last season with, Mm -hmm. with Rita Repulsa were just all over the place. So um, I think... Since she was on season three, I think she's a nice one to bring back as a returnee because I think she didn't make it that far. <laughs> that works for me. And you know what? Um, if we're trying to justify having a returner on the whole cast, yes. uh, Australian Survivor does that. So we're still well within the uh, the okay. Survivor rulebook here. <laughs> okay, then uh, from Power Rangers Turbo, and there's that TJ connection. Mm-hmm. We've got Diva Talks as our first returnee. All right. Um, oh, boy. Ooh. My evil list wasn't as long as my good list. So I'm trying to see who do I have left, who makes sense, and who do I want to be probably my last suggestion here. Um. <laughs> I'm between two, so let me give you two, and you tell me 
okay. what you think would be well they might even be on my list you well know. i also have to <laughs> so one thing i also have to consider is like you want to make sure that you don't have the same type of character too many times on the same team yes um we do have a lot of sort of strong personality like women in charge on the evil tribe so i probably could knock off some of these suggestions. Okay, let me give you a Mystic Force choice then. Oh, um, I have two villains from uh, two villains from Mystic Force on my list. Okay, um, one of them is Necroli, the Ooh, vampirous yeah. spy, and the other is Imperius, the calm, cool, collected oh narcissist uh, mummy. Oh my god! I totally want Imperius. I think for the sake of like diversifying the tribe, we don't have anybody like him because most villain, maybe heckle, but most villains are sort of temperamental. They are brash. Um, and Imperius isn't really, he's not a character that like loses his temper. He's very sort yeah. of calculating, but still has that sort of like self-centeredness that you want on a reality show. <laughs> You're right. This like narcissistic, but Almost in a way, very regal yes. sense about him. Yeah. Um, he's a really unique villain on Mystic Force because the way he came in and kind of took charge mm-hmm. um, was really something that we hadn't seen that way in Power Rangers before. Well, how many villains in Power Rangers do you get that are sort of snakes in the grass on their own side of things? Exactly. You know, I don't want to speculate too much as far as how these types of characters would interact, but you do see on Survivor people who enter the game with the strategy of, well, I'm just going to lay low and wait for my moment. And I have yes. to imagine that's the type of character and player that Imperius would try to slot into. Okay, I'm going to throw out a pick okay. for my last pick. You can absolutely shoot it down. <laughs> It's just got to be better than Charlie, TBH. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, and I do have a a couple others on my list that we can throw out there. But what about Uh not seeing a ton, but Uh I think we created enough of a backstory of him on Ranger Command Power to bring back Robo Goat. Oh my (laughs) gosh. We we totally don't don't have to do that. I'm, I'm just <laughs> I am in awe at the majesty of the suggestion. <laughs> like I said, I'm intimidated by his prestige. Um, <laughs> I don't know if the producers could handle the ego. <laughs> um I kind of love it, but I also am not like, okay, I do. I, I, I <laughs> and, uh, Again, this totally breaks the rule of the monster of the day thing. <laughs> this is more of an in-joke for Ranger Command. I am fine with not having him. I just wanted to, th- he's literally the last on my list. I, I just wanted to do that for comedic effect. <laughs> I, but I kind of feel like we must. <laughs> it's our show. <laughs> this is true this is true 
Um, yeah, no, I think that if anybody was going to absolutely stun in the casting process, um, it would be Rob, is it? It's it's Rob, yes. Uh, yeah, so I think, yeah, you know, I was caught off guard. Um, I think I was a little starstruck at first. Um, I wasn't sure if, <laughs> if this show was beneath him, but, you know, if he's going to volunteer his time, uh, I, I think I have to say yes. All right, then we're going to have Rob. <laughs> Robo goat. <laughs> oh my god. I know wow. a few people that are going to be happy with that. Uh, <laughs> the camp and, is going to be absolutely um oh just wonderful. It's the only word I can think of. <laughs> we might have to roll this back because that would be our third MMPR based <gasps> Oh no! So if we really want Robo Goat, we're gonna have to take mm. someone off. Well, let's okay. Let's consider who else. You said that okay. was the last person on your list, but I have more that I didn't say. Okay, Good let thing me throw this out there. We haven't told Robo Goat yet that he's like on, and I, you know, I wouldn't want to piss right. him off too much. So like, let's right. consider our options before we deliver, you know, any sort yeah. of news to good old Rob. I- exactly. So. Uh, this would also conflict with uh, the two the, on one team, mm-hmm. but I was considering Rita Repulsa as a returnee as well, mm-hmm. just because of their. Um, but I'm not. I'm not going to put her in consideration because I don't want a repeat of the drama with Divatox. Sure. Yeah. 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 I had Madame Odious. I liked Cosmo Royale better. Mm-hmm. One of the ones I had on there was Queen Bashira. Yes. Yes. I also had Prince Gasket. I almost put Prince Gasket on my list, to be honest, um, uh-huh. because I kind of liked the idea of one of the family being on the island. I just wasn't yes. quite sure what direction to go in, so I don't hate that at all. And then I had Grum and Robogoat. Okay. The only other people I have on here that I haven't said, um, well, Necroli we nixed because we put Imperius instead. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Metal Alice and Trakina on my list, but I Trakina's one of the ones that I didn't say because I feel like we do already have a number of characters, not that the same but like similar, her. and I don't yeah, want to I don't want to take her off the table for a future season. Um, right. Metal Alice was one of my lower tier suggestions. Was that from Mega Force? Yes. Yes. Okay. I was like, Metal Alice. And then <laughs> it kind of came back to me. <laughs> so that's a no. But I don't have anybody else on my list. Mine was pretty pretty short. I do wonder, like, are there other characters that we should be considering that we didn't consider from maybe that's, some of these seasons hmm. that um, are minimally represented? The Power Rangers Samurai or um, maybe... We do have a Jungle Fury person on there. What about? Mm, I don't know if he's too similar to Cosmo. Who's I that? was gonna. I was gonna say Octoru. Mm. Octoru, uh. the joke's on you. Like <laughs> he rhymes and, and stuff. Um, I mean, I I actually do kind of like the gasket suggestion. Because we don't have anybody from Zio, although we do have MMPR people, but it's not the same. Right. We do kind of have a number of characters in this cast that are either, you know, mechanical or mechanically inclined. There's almost sort of like a thread throughout this cast of Mm -hmm. sort of techie and technological characters. So 
I mean, he wouldn't be out of place. No, and I think, you know, being of royalty, and and that was the thing, <laughs> like, it, it's kind of interesting in Power Rangers that there are some villains that uh, are, like, of this regal type of bearing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mentioned, like, Queen Bashira, Madame yeah. Odious. I mean, Rita Repulsa in, in her own way. Yeah, I mean, if you're down with, with Prince Gasket, I'm totally okay with adding him in. Let me pose this question for you. We're casting a television show. Despite having rules that we normally follow, who would you be more excited to watch play the game and on TV? Prince Gasket or RoboGoat? R- RoboGoat. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> okay. We've already All established right. that like Lord Zed and Scorpina are barely connected. You know what I mean? Uh, that's true. And we don't that's have true. any Mighty Morphin folks on the hero tribe or the good. I'm going to keep doing heroes versus villains and it's good versus evil <laughs> <laughs> on the good tribe. So uh, let's, yeah, let's, let's put good old Rob on there. Why not? R- Rob, Rob Goat. Yeah. He's on uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's 20 good, sir. This is 20. So to summarize, our evil team is Heckle and Snide together. So we're getting like two for one. <laughs> it's technically uh, one body, everybody. So it yes. still works. Lord Zed from Mighty Morphin. Capri from Ninja Storm. I'm actually really excited <laughs> about her. Tanaya Seven from RPM. Cosmo Royale from Ninja Steel. Camille from Jungle Fury. Scorpina from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Diva Talks, our only returnee for this mm-hmm. season from Power Rangers Turbo. Imperius from Power Rangers Mystic Force. And Rob Goat, also known as Robo Goat. Robo Goat. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have to do the yeah. voice. Yeah, it's an homage, really. It'd be disrespectful not to. Exactly. <laughs> and it's it's our fifth year, and he's been born of this fifth year, so yes. why not? Exactly, exactly. I love this cast. I'm excited about a lot, a lot, a lot of people. And, you know, when I first sort of was tasked with thinking of villains to suggest, I was like, man, I don't really know where to start. But um, I think we found, like, a good, fun, really bonkers mix. I think this is going to be a lot of fun and yeah. I don't know. I think, I think this is going to be really crazy. I'm definitely going to have a lot of fun creating graphics and video and, and all this stuff. So I'm actually really excited for this cast. Me I was, too. I was worried, not worried. Cause I think we pick really good people, but yeah, I was definitely like, Oh my God, we've used so many people mm-hmm. in the past. So I was kind of worried. Like, Did we already pick the best? Right, right. And that's not to discredit any of these characters. I think, you know, the early seasons, we definitely had like, oh my God, we have to include this person. But there is a lot of quality gold here. Well, I think we also sort of established like there are characters that got pushed out of other seasons because we already cast people from their team. And then right. on top of that, we've also acknowledged that like sometimes when we were casting, we were in our feelings about certain seasons. And we've since gotten out of our feelings about those seasons and, and given new you know, given characters a new look um that maybe we didn't at least I'll speak for myself, that I didn't give them the first time. Yeah. I think this is like people that we've wanted or got booted from previous ones and 
I just really like this cast and and there's ones that we've suggested that didn't make it mm-hmm. that I think for sure are going to be on <laughs> on future seasons cuz yes. I think I think we can keep this going for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> we can do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I am really pumped about this cast and I think this is going to be a great season of Power Rangers Survivor. Oh my gosh. Our listeners get to participate. Yes. In. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. Cause I just like, it's an element that we've never experienced before and have yes. never had to sort of anticipate before. Um, like I, you know, I've said a couple times like, this is our show, but like, it's now our show and their show. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean, like, that's really fun. And I think, I think we're going to have a lot of improvising to do because we're adding these new elements into the mix, but oh, yes. that's, that's what keeps it fresh and exciting. And yeah, for me, it's a, it's a chance to learn more about increasing the capabilities of live streaming. It, it's going to be experimental. Who knows with the technical difficulties, the whole thing might crash and burn, <laughs> but, <laughs> but either way, we're going to do the best live show that we can. Heck yeah. And it's going to be on Power Rangers Day, which I'm so excited about. Ah, what better way to celebrate Power Rangers than by pitting them against each other on a desert island? (laughs) (laughs) And no matter who wins this next season, I think it's going to be uh, well-earned. Yes. You uh, you know what we've done? (laughs) What's that? We've created a scenario where on Power Rangers Day... A villain could win. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> what a twist for the 26th year of Power Rangers. <laughs> Maybe a villain will win. <laughs> There's the tagline for the for the season: Sur- <laughs> Power Rangers Survivor, good versus evil. Maybe a villain will win? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> so. Uh, To all of our listeners in Ranger Nation, once this episode releases, that will be uh, Saturday the 24th. Mm -hmm. On Wednesday the 28th, look out for our social media. We'll be talking about it. It'll be posted all over. Um, We'll come up with an exact uh, time. It it will be in the evening uh, just because of work and stuff. But everyone should gather around for our Power Rangers Survivor Live. Yes, and I really, since you will have the cast ahead of time, I want to know who you all think will do well, who you don't think will do well, who's going to clash, who's going to link up, who's going to win. Anything that your mind goes to as far as how this could play out, I want to know what you think. Make your predictions, take your swing, swing for the fences. I eat that stuff up, so I can't wait to see what you all think of this cast. Yes. So when you're done listening, uh, tag us on social media, let us know your thoughts, your predictions, and then let's get hyped for Power <laughs> Rangers Survivor Live. Uh, yes. I, I'm, I'm hyping myself up. This know, is going right? to be great. <laughs> so Doug, where can people find you online? What are you up to? Some projects? Sure. Plug away. 
Yeah, you can find me most of the time on Twitter at Ickybooley, I-C-K-Y-B-O-O-L-E-Y, tweeting about whatever I feel like. Um, and you can catch me on two podcasts here on the Four Eyed Radio Network. One is called Victory Road. It's a Pokemon podcast that I do with my buddy Kyle. We talk about anything and everything Pokemon related. It's a really exciting time for Pokemon because we have a new game coming out in November, the first one ever on the Switch outside of Let's Go, the first sort of core game. So we are dissecting any news that they will give us along the way. And a more recent show you can find me on is Walloping Web Snappers, which is a Spider-Man podcast that I do with my buddy Derek. And that one is uh, one where we dissect the absolute heck out of Spider-Man animated TV shows. We have covered the first season of the 90s animated show. Um, We've covered a handful of episodes of the 70s Amazing Friends episodes, which are absolutely bonkers. Real sort of weird, surreal stuff in that one. And we are currently covering um, my new favorite Spider-Man cartoon, uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, which, by the way, is free to watch um, legally. So go ahead and check that out and see what we have to say about it. That's a super fun show that I am having a ton, a ton of fun doing. Nice. Doug is a huge Survivor fan. And of course, because we're doing Power Rangers Survivor. So yes. I'm just excited to do a fourth round of this uh, with you. And yeah. it's it's going to be a lot of fun. But for all of our listeners, you can find me at TrekkieB47. And Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can reach us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com. You can also go to our website at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph, on Instagram and Facebook at rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. And definitely check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, We'll have links in the show notes for this episode so you can prep and be notified when power rangers survivor live comes up and we're going to have a lot of fun promotional material so it'll be out there but we really hope everyone tunes in on wednesday august 28th for some experimental podcasting i'm excited all about it i'm so for it doug thank you and i'll see you in a bit (laughs) for power rangers shattered survivor live good versus evil see you then you've been listening to the ranger command power hour only on the four eyed radio network you can catch a new episode every other saturday find us on the morphin grid at www.rangercommand.com Follow us on Twitter at Ranger Command PH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Ranger Command Power Hour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash Ranger Command PH to learn more. Thanks for listening.